Hey, Jimmy O here at this week's LAOFCS, and we're talking Captain Marvel and badass women in cinema. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. Hey, welcome, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, I, so this is my first time hosting, so bear with me, guys. We're going to be talking a lot of exciting stuff, but first I want to introduce you to my guest this weekend, because I can't wait, Kit Bowen. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm yeah. glad to be back. It's yeah. been a little while since I've done one of these. Kit Bowen with uh, editor for Screen Picks, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at the movie Kit. and I'm really excited to talk about Cat Marvel with you. I am, too. And, you know, I want to talk about, there are other movies coming out this week. Yeah. We do want to mention those. We have uh, Triple Frontier, which is an amazing cast. You've got Ben yeah. Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, uh, Oscar Isaac, Garrett Hedlund, all these people in a movie that's going to Netflix. So I haven't yet watched it yet, but I do want to see it. We have The Kid with Chris Pratt, uh, Ethan Hawke, uh, Dane DeHaan. I'm not hearing a lot of great things about it. It's about Billy the Kid, right? Yeah, it's about Billy the Kid and Pat Garrett. It's uh I don't know. I'm interested, but I'm curious why they haven't. They're not releasing that a little wider. Yeah, it seems like it's. Uh, it seems like it's not great. Mm. That's what I'm hearing, and the one I'm hearing a lot about, aside from there's, I'm not here as well, which is some kind of a weird Sebastian stands in that. Speaking of superheroes, yes. And then you've got Glor- uh, Gloria Bell with yeah. Julianne Moore. I hear that's amazing. So. Yeah, she's you know she always does those kind of movies. It's kind of like a a, a woman who's sort of. Comes into her own kind of thing, I think. Is absolutely, the movie. yeah, yeah, so absolutely. In the nineties, speaking of nineties, and speaking oh. of women coming into their own, <laughs> what? A, there's a little nice movie segue there. Yeah, there's a little movie out there right now called Captain Marvel. I, uh, you know, I want to get start off with you because this is. A, I know you are a, you are a big fan of this movie. Yeah, I really. You know what? I'm a big fan of Marvel movies. Okay. I'm just gonna throw that out there right off the bat. I just seems like you know none of these movies that, that I've seen have ever really disappointed me there have been a few that i've felt you know like first the first first, uh captain america was one of my favorites and a couple Mm. of the thors and a couple of the iron mans who were a little less but they've all been great so saying that yes i loved this captain marvel um I think, you know, there's a lot of hype around it, and I was a little nervous about it because of the trailers weren't yeah. really grabbing me. Yeah. Although I've heard that if you saw the trailer in the in the theater, it really it did actually speak to you if you saw it on the big screen. So I only saw that, you know, on, on the computer. But um, I think that that it it's it you know ties into the whole, you know, the whole timeline. And I think Brie Larson is just made for this movie she Mm. was just spectacular um you know it's it it is sort of still following a formula that that marvel seems to be doing you know which is um kind of the sort of off the cuff and a little bit you know irreverent at times but also you know your set pieces for your action and all of that and so it it didn't really surprise me in any of those aspects to it for sure yeah but it was the performances that really make this this movie, you know, shine. And, and like I said, Brie is awesome. And you know, uh, for for I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the comics, or I don't know the comic that yeah, well. Yeah. But I apparently it follows you know pretty closely to what the character is like in the comics. So you know, she doesn't smile very much, and everybody's t- talking about how oh, she doesn't smile. <laughs> Um, that was the weirdest complaint. I, I, I'm always like, what? Who, what? who cares? <laughs> I, I hate smiling. And at, so. one point, <laughs> at one point in the movie, someone does tell her to smile. And I'm like, I think I said, oh, come on. <laughs> How many times have I gotten that in my life? Um, 
but Bree is uh, Bree's great. And then, of course, Samuel Jackson plays mm-hmm. a younger version of Nick Fury, which was very cool to watch. And the whole CG, you know, making them look a little younger, totally worked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, no, uh, it looked great. I it know. Really and good. Clark Gregg re- um, comes back as Coulson, as a younger Agent Coulson as well. Plus, you have Ben Mendelsohn who plays. Um, one of the scroll, the head of the scrolls, which is you know the um, the the, the shape shifter. Yeah, the warring factor, yeah. the the warring uh, opponents to the Kree, mm-hmm. which is what uh, Brie Larson's character um, is comes from from the Kree Star Force, and their their whole thing is to eradicate the scrolls. And so, but of course, we're not going to give away any plot points here. <laughs> but yeah, things. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. There's please. a bit some twists, twists and turns. But yeah, there's a couple. Um, I thought. Ben Mendelsohn was amazing in this too. He and, was, he was. I agree. You know, I think he's one of those actors. He's kind of like Samuel Jackson, where if they get something good and they can really chew it up, they do. And you know, and and and, but if they want to just phone it in, they do that too. Um, luckily, they did not phone this one in. They were both really good together um, in it, and also you know with Bree as well. The three of them had nice chemistry together in their in their scenes. But yeah, I really really enjoyed this. I think it's. And I'll let you talk about the cat. Cause... Of course. Yeah, yeah, the cat, <laughs> the cat. But yeah, I, I think, and of course, you know, the, the credit scenes, as Marvel does, definitely stay for at least the this, the first one, and then there's one at the end. No, I would say for, stay, stay for stay the second for one. That's my them. favorite. Yeah. I like the second one <laughs> the best. But it ties into it ties into the endgame, but we'll talk about endgame in a second. But yeah. Yeah, for what sure. What did you think? Well, here's the thing. Um, I, yeah, I wasn't impressed with the trailer. Um, and look, I went in, I, I was open to the idea and I like Brie Larson a lot. I think this is an amazing cast. I'm a huge fan of Jude Law. I'm a huge fan of Ben Mendelsohn. I like this movie. I liked it a lot. I, I would, I gave it, I think in my review around a seven out of 10, I had a few issues with it. Uh, for me, Marvel has developed this pattern and they're very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it sometimes feels like a pattern. And I, I respect the directors for taking on a different approach. This is almost, it's almost like a character piece as opposed to a superhero. I, I, I remember the characters mm-hmm. more than I remember the actual big screen moments of action and adventure. I don't really remember those as well, but I remember her relationship with her friend. I remember the relationship Sam Jackson has with the cat. The cat is awesome. Uh, I, I remember those moments, and those moments are the best part of the movie. For me, the first, I would say, half hour to an hour is a little sluggish, and it's a little murky, and it doesn't quite connect. I, you, because you have this character, you have... Carol, who we don't really know a lot about her, and especially if you've never read the comics, you don't know a lot about her. Mm-hmm. And then you're given kind of this, oh, wait, she's having these memories, she's having these flashbacks. I don't really feel like I know her much more after seeing the film. I don't feel like I really connected with the character as much as I would have liked to, especially being an origin story. However, she, I thought she did a fine job. I thought she was very good. She's a marvelous actress. That's the thing. I like when they put take these actors who have won Academy Awards or whatever. You know, they have a lot of talent. You put, they put them in these movies and they kind of, you know, they escalate the material. Right. But ultimately, it, it, it did work. It was an enjoyable experience. I had a good time with it. 
I do have, yeah, I definitely didn't feel the, oh, yeah. I I kept thinking through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, that's a Buffy moment. Hmm. Did you notice those moments? Like, there's there's a, a moment where it's, yeah, yeah. it's a little different, yeah. but it's like there's a, it, it was the last season of Buffy where basically Buffy is like, well, hey, you know, why can, why do we need just one Slayer? Who made that rule? So there's a, you know, you see all these people. Oh, my gosh. All these girls are finding their power. And then they yeah. have a moment like that in this. It's a little different, but yeah. Now let's. I'd like to talk about that empowerment. How much do you think, as a movie fan or as a woman, even how much was that? Didn't that influence you? You mean this movie? Yeah. Um, it's funny because Marvel keeps breaking all these grounds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, first we we had. Um, well, you know, first we had Black Widow. I think she's kind of the first one as far as in this universe in the MCU. For sure. Who who was the badass, you know? And I still I've is. Always <laughs> loved, I, I've always loved Scarlet's character. I mean, I, do I too. just. And, you know, we've got to see a little bit of her background in, in a couple of the movies, you know, being that she's a Russian spy, you know, but like, you know, programmed to be kind of thing. And, um,. I can't wait for her standalone movie too. I know, I know. and here it's it didn't it doesn't need to be R. It doesn't need to be R. Her story doesn't need to be R. Yeah. Let's 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 move that. Let's move on from that. It's not R. I I, I couldn't even believe that was such right. A and then of course last year Black Panther really yeah. just took everything into yeah. the stratosphere. So this one is ah, it's the first female. You know, mm-hmm. even though <clears throat> even though Evangeline Lilly also played. One of the first, another, you know, badass in, in Ant Man of the Wasp. But now here's our first full on, you know, female driven uh, movie. And it works. I mean, you know, like I, like you said, the, the, the relationships and the characters that you remember the most in this. And yeah. I think that that's okay. Like, you know, it, the action's still there and there's some great action. Mm-hmm. The train sequence was actually yeah. probably one of my favorite sequences in the film. Yeah. That was, and it had the humor and it had the heart that, like, you know, she's punching the old lady. That yeah. was actually quite clever. I like yeah. the, I like the use of the, uh, how, you know, the shape-shifting aliens. That was right. fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um, but then she has this best friend. Well, her, her other self has this best friend. So it's kind of a little murky <laughs> on who, who, if you want to call her. Carol Dan, uh, Danvers, or if you want to call her Verse, because this is what her Cree name is. Um, but yes, yeah, so she comes back to Earth, you know, as Verse, as this, as the Star Force, and then she starts to learn some of her connection to the planet and who, who she was and that kind of thing. I think one of my favorite scenes, and it's kind of in the trailer, is um, is as far as a female empowerment movie is is you you get these flashbacks of her and, mm-hmm. and her and her life and her previous past life, life, past yeah. life. And there's this one, like, little set edit where, you know, she's this little girl and then she's, a you know, like a middle, you know, like a, a teenager. And then she's – and they all are – they've been pushed down. She's been pushed down somehow and they all stand up and, like, stand That's the up. Buffy moment, man. That's the Buffy moment. I mean, but it's so cool how you yeah. see this this – person so you're saying you didn't really know her that well i kind of did okay fair enough i felt i felt like i i saw where her strength is and why she is who she I, what happens to her you know it makes sense in, in a way and i think she embodies this this who she becomes at the end of the movie i think she embodies it full full force and i think i saw the i i saw the transition to that person who she becomes at the end but that's one of my favorite scenes is where you mm-hmm. just see her standing up one 
again and again after being pushed down i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah for sure i mean look i i that seems a great scene and i i just for some reason for me it seems so sudden and so i it didn't quite work it didn't quite translate mm-hmm. but i did love that scene and i did i like the idea i like this character uh, although it seems like she could pretty much do everything do we need another superhero when we have her i mean seriously well that's the whole point you know i mean <laughs> That's the whole point. And, and the other thing I liked about this, too, is that you get a lot of throwback. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, now that I've been, what, 20 movies into this thing, right? And I'm, I'm still full all in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, seeing like, a, you know, a younger version of Nick Fury, seeing a younger version of Coulson, just kind of seeing some of these, you know, there's lots of Easter eggs, seeing all these things that I already know about. Yeah. And, in fact, I read a little bit this morning and went, oh, my God, I totally didn't realize that this and this and this. So, you know, it's it's you're be, you'll be connecting a lot of dots. Yeah, yeah, you will. You will. Um, if you're into the movies, you know. And even if you're not into the, all of the movies, you're still going to enjoy it. That's the thing about Marvel movies that are so cool is that even if you're not fully versed in, mm-hmm. in the whole, you know, milieu of it, uh, you can watch this movie and still love it. Yeah, they do a decent job of kind of prepping the audience and kind of introducing the characters in a, a, a unique and fun yeah. way. But I, I also got to, I've got to talk about Sam Jackson and Clark Gregg because it, I really, one of my favorite things in the movie is seeing a, a side of them that I don't, exactly. we have not seen at That's what all. I'm saying. Yeah. My, so much fun. Yeah, you like you said, they're younger. They're they're they're, they're kind of naive. Yeah, they're yeah. green. They're not really quite you know into the whole you know Agents of Shield kind of thing yet. A, um, a little goofy, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> and lighthearted. And I mm-hmm. think Samuel Jackson talked about that. Um, has been talking about that. How it was fun for him to play this character who he's been playing so serious. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so like you. Know, uh, I guess just knowing that bad things are going to keep happening, kind of thing. But yeah. here he was, you know, not knowing any of that, and um, and just kind of being this sort of lighthearted, fun Nick Fury who dances. And <laughs> Although one thing I was not happy about is the uh, well, I, I won't go into it in case you haven't seen the movie, but the eye thing. Uh, well, I was, I was like, really, <laughs> really, we're going there. That's that's that. okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it. it it was it was a lot of fun stuff, especially if you're into it already, you know. And so I, I think sometimes when you see a movie, you already are knowing all the different things of spotting. I I mean, I need to see it again. I think there's a lot of things that I missed. But of course, then there is the cat who is just. <laughs> I'm a cat lover. Yeah, we're we're cats. So when that cat cat's doing this on the, <laughs> I'm going, oh, the kitty cat. So it's a real cat. It's not a CG cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, apparently there are four cats. Yeah, there are four. Uh, I think Goose, Reggie was the lead. I think I think Reggie think, was the main cat. I think Goose cat. is a great reference to Top Gun. I mean, oh it's my just gosh! Like the right? whole. I loved that. So I guess it's called um, the the cat's name in the comics is um, Chewy. I believe. Chewy, yeah, yeah after Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. So Chewbacca, what a Wookiee. E- either either one would have worked for me, but I liked Goose. I, liked I did too. I liked the Top Gun reference. That was fun. Cat definitely steals the movie, and then we forgot about Annette Benning's in it too. What mm-hmm. are, I, when she pops up on Annette Benning, what are you doing in this movie? Um, yeah, so she has a, she has a nice little part too. So I yeah. mean, it's like Marvel is really able to sort of take in and bring in a lot of different, you know. Star power to it as well. Sure, sure. I mean, I think that's the, it's like Kate Blanchett playing, you know, yeah, and, Helen. And just, I just, I don't know. They, they, 
they really do incorporate a lot of different great roles for people to, to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I think I, a lot of a lot of people are feeling kind of superhero burnout. And I, I know I felt that a little not. bit. You're not there yet? No. I don't, I don't think I, I'm ever gonna. I don't think this. I think this. The thing about this movie is I think it's going to open Marvel to a whole new audience, just like Black Panther did, which is great. This is fantastic. And I, I, you know, I talked to someone yesterday, just random person who was talking about how they'd seen Black Panther and they just, they went back and watched all the movies. They'd mm. never seen a Marvel film. Wow. Black Panther was their first film. And it was interesting to hear her reaction. And, you know, my jaded critic, ah, we've seen it all before. She's like, oh, this is all new to me. This is fun. And it, it was kind of nice to see that. Did she love him? Yeah, she loved him. Yeah. She loved him. So I'm sure she's going to love this one. And I think yeah. it's going to connect to a lot of people. But let me just say this, Jimmy. Do it. I have never been more excited for a Marvel movie than I am for Endgame. Are you? Okay, cool. Oh, cool. my God. Yeah. I am so... Well, this is it. This is the big one. I can't even I can't even describe it. I don't know why. I loved Infinity War. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um they just keep getting more and more, you know, exciting to me. And I there's just something about a lot of people are like, "Oh, who cares?" You know that they all uh, yeah. you know all the back and forth on it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that we might know that they all live. I don't care that, you know, whatever that is. I understand that that's probably part of the deal. I want to know why it happened. Where they went? What's going to happen to Thanos? I want to know what's, you know, how are they going to defeat him? Maybe Thanos won't be defeated. Maybe he'll join them. You know what I mean? Because I love that character. Yeah. No, uh, Josh Brolin brings a whole and new I, level. I and mean, I he's think, fantastic. Yeah. And like Ben Mendelsohn does, too, to, mm. the, to his character as well. He just brings this whole other level to a to a supposed bad guy, you know. Yeah. But they have these they have these reasons for doing what they were doing. And I think that's the thing about Thanos I love the most is that he has a reason. Mm-hmm. In his head, <laughs> he has a reason for doing what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. So anyway, I'm just, oh, I'm so excited. Well, I think that's what and makes villains interesting. I literally went like this at the <laughs> end of this movie. I went, oh my God. Without this. spoilers, yes, there is a hint of what's com- what's to come. Of Not they shocking. Know that. Everybody of course. knows that. Of course. They have to tie it in somehow. Of course they do. Oh well, God. you know, let's, now let's. We've got a lot to cover, so let's move on to a couple of trailers that came out this week. Yeah. Speaking of superheroes, mm. there's two trailers I think we're about as far off as you can get from each other. <laughs> uh, let's start with Brightburn. Yeah. Brightburn, man. Uh, it's, it's basically superhero uh, Superman story as a horror film. Yes. You know, and uh, it, is, it reminds me of the, the Prodigy, which I just, yeah. I and I want to forget about. But good? No, it, was, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> uh, but this, it kind of has, a, I, I love bad kid elements, scary kid elements. This movie looks like it's got something the, special. I forgot, who's directing it? It's Oh, um, gosh. Um, I don't remember, but <laughs> I do. Let's, you, let's you, open you, it up. You, so start talking about that. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Brightburn. Um, Elizabeth Banks stars in it and um, Jason Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I the, love that about. Uh, Clearly, you know, parents. Oh, there Sorry. we go again. Yeah, this is why I <laughs> shut this down in the first place. Can you can't turn that on. I am. Oh, something's happening. There we go. There, there we go. go. Perfect. Um, so yeah, it's the, it is literally the Superman legend of you know this 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 spaceship crashing on this farm and there's this baby in the spaceship and Elizabeth Banks and Jason Clark play the the couple who find the baby and mm-hmm. decide to raise him up as their own, except. <laughs> rather, yeah, not so friendly. Rather not so... than doing good, he is evil. 
Um, it's if you guys want to check out the trailer, it really does spark my interest. It's a good trailer. It's a really good trailer, and I, I like the fact that I love seeing Elizabeth Banks in dramatic roles. Yeah, I love that, and I I like the whole kind of oh, it's a uh, David Yaravesky. Okay, okay. What has he done? I'm like, I'm actually not. Uh, uh, it it looks like a he's oh okay he's not. Oh, okay. Interesting. He's done a few. Uh, he's done like video shorts, video games. Okay. So te- I thought okay. somebody else was involved in it anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I, I definitely love the idea of, of taking the Superman myth and turning it on its head like that. I mean, we've seen plenty of kids doing creepy things. You know, that's For that's sure. the, that's For the sure. part that I'm a little nervous about. It's like, oh, it's just going to be kind of. But the idea of of you know having all the superpowers that he has to to for evil is just kind of a. You know, kind of a cool deal. Well, I think the idea of that is that's what really uh, interests me. Is like I like the that that you know you you have this powers, you yeah. have these powers to do whatever you want, right? Yet it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so you're gonna do you're gonna you know hey I want to do this for myself. I could see that. I like the idea that it goes really freaking dark. I mean that that's a really dark trailer. Yeah, can you imagine being an adolescent being pushed around and suddenly having these powers? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see what he does to that girl. I'm I'm terrified by that. (laughs) Terrified by that. And then the other one is Shazam, Shazam, right? Yeah, okay, we're completely... Look, I saw about... Were you there for... I saw about 10, 20 minutes of Shazam. No, I was not there. I have not seen anything but the trailers. loved what I saw. I loved... This was like... If you love Big, it's basically that. Right. And it's, it's... it's the I, I love David L. Sandberg. I think he's just a it's David L. Sandberg. Uh, he's such a wonderful director. It, it's interesting to see him do something that is very comedic. Yeah. Because he's so good at horror. He made a great Annabelle movie. Mm, right. He made, right. Lights right, right. out. I, I I'm, and I'm going to see make sure I got the initial in his <laughs> name right because that would be really rude. I'd be. And very, Zachary Levy plays plays Shazam. Who and is he looks great. great? Apparently, you know, everyone. I'm like looking at the yeah, reviews here. Yeah, there's been here. some early screens yeah. and uh, a lot of lot of lot of uh, chatter on Twitter about how how cool it is and fun it is. So David I'm, F. Sandberg. I I apologize. Oh. I, I had a feeling. Well, I like the fact too that you have this is someone made a comparison to an early Christopher Reeve Superman, mm. and that's that man. That I I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see a movie like that. Yeah, I'm hoping, and this is a, another. I, you know, the the young kid from It is getting a lot of positive feedback. Oh too. yeah, he plays the best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole big aspect to it because Zachary Levy's character from the trailer basically he's a 15 year old kid who gets mm-hmm. who gets turned into Shazam or the superhero and uh, you know he has his best friend who's like hey let's go get all this cool stuff and what do you, you know what kind of powers do you have and they're figuring out all the stuff he could do so it's it's it looks like a lot of fun but apparently it's it's not only is it fun and mm-hmm. and irreverent like that but it also there is some a lot of heart yeah and, yeah. and darker moments as well to it well so. Mark Strong you got oh, Mark I Strong as Mark a, Strong. he's one of the best he's I've one of the best one of the best character actors around, for I sure. I 100% agree. Yeah. No one does bad like he does. And he looks like he has powers, too. So I'm yeah. just very curious about the movie all all the way around. <laughs> so there's a couple. There, there's a lot of uh, superhero options coming out. The, <laughs> you know, since it's we're talking summertime Captain coming. Marvel, we're talking this amazing superhero. We, we were discussing before the show, we wanted to talk about uh, other badass women in cinema. And... <laughs> You know, I was going through in my head last night. I was kind of thinking about, well, we could go the obvious, 
But let's start with each one talking about some of our favorites. And yeah. I, I want to start with you. So with the obvious being Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, for <laughs> sure. For sure. I She wasn't my first choice. She wasn't my first Me choice. Either. And I, I'll let you start with... I'll let my you first, start with... The first person that popped in my head was Ripley. Ripley. Okay. Fair enough. So I, for whatever reason, that was Sigourney Reaver's... Uh, what Ripley is what popped in my head the first, and here and I started thinking about it. And here's something that's interesting. You know, we talk about female, you know, driven movies. We're mm. talking about how this, you know, this whole movement uh, with female, uh, you know, behind the scenes and in front of the camera, all of this sort of movement towards having more of a female, you know, perspective to things, and it's awesome. Yeah. But I was thinking back, and I think horror, the horror genre has always, always used the female empowerment yep. aspect to it. Now, yep. whether or not it's, you know, a, the screen queens, you know, and they, they start out being weak, but suddenly they find their strength. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, is, well, you know, comes to mind as well. And now she's a total badass. She's a total. Here's the thing with character. Jamie Lee Curtis. Back in the day, she did Halloween, Halloween 2, Terror Train, Prom Night, Road Games. She always was these she played these tough characters yeah. that ha- wasn't always tough. Laurie right. Strode was not a not a hero in any any sense, but she was always fought back adversity. Yes. She was always a survivor, and she always played smart. Her first big you know feature film that wasn't in horror, she played a prostitute. <laughs> Had to do a new thing. So it, was, it was kind of interesting. You tried to train places. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that yeah. was her. And that she but she's went tough from, in that too. But she, but she went from doing these movies that people considered so misogynist and so yeah. you know oh they're terrible to yeah. and look I, some of them are but it's it was an interesting transition yeah. to you know but I I was happy to see her back as yeah. Laurie Strode last year. So yeah, so I think Ripley is it is another clear example of that. For Ripley, me. yeah, and, absolutely, and really it. it Bring her back, by the way. Bring Ripley back. I want another alien with Ripley. Oh my gosh! And that and that character too. And I was thinking, does, does is there ever a time when a male man has to help her? And it really no, because she mm-hmm. does everything on her own, you know. And she's the one who makes the decisions. And it, it's just, and she has a cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, another movie that I really loved. I'm, I, this is really coming out of left field, but go um, for it. You're next. Which is a horror movie. You're right. Absolutely. Char, 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 I think Cherie Vincent, I think is her she, name. Yeah, is yeah. the actress's name who plays the character. And again, it's a horror movie, you know, about a home invasion, except for they don't realize that this woman has been trained as a survivalist her entire life <laughs> by her crazy family or whatever, living out in the woods and surviving. So she ends up just annihilating she these guys. Them. My gosh, it's such a good movie. You're next. It's a horror film. Yeah. Um, of course, then we can move on to Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. From Terminator, you know she, and that's also such a great character, and and the way that um, that's a beautiful arc too, from Terminator One to Terminator Linda Two. Linda Hamilton, yeah, Linda Hamilton. Well, yeah, exactly. A beautiful. So she's, arc. so she's such a, you know, she's all weak and whatnot in the yeah. first one. Although you you start to see the strength and at the end of it, and then the second one, she's just like, she's just bad. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, so she's another one I've always loved. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's you know we're we're talking about horror and we're talking about action, but you know, I mean, there are some movies. Just just clear example on the basis of sex, which is about um, Ruth, Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg's yeah. you know sort of uh, rise to to fame in in her profession. I just loved that movie, and you know, I mean, Marvelous she's, performance from her. I didn't love the movie, but I, I like I loved her. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just it's these these, and and then I also thought about Zero Dark Thirty, which is you know Jessica Chastain's character and. And Catherine Bigelow, and you know, it's, it's it being the director. I don't know. There are just there are a lot of really, really strong women 
you know, mm-hmm. characters that have for come sure. for a while, and but it's just getting more and more so, and it's great. So I, how it's, about you? Dude? Yeah, I mean, some of my favorite. You know, I I thought of one that was a little off off the beaten path. I think for me, you know, just in general, because you don't think of, oh yeah, you think of badass Vera Farmiga mm. in The Conjuring. Oh yeah, this is this is a woman who is a is a religious woman. She's a she's a spiritual woman. She's in love with her husband, happily married. Yet there's something about her. She goes up against Valak the the profane. I mean, come on, yeah. she's she's going against these demons, and you know, obviously based on Lorraine Warren, a real real person, a, right. a lovely woman. I've I had the pleasure to meet one time, wow. which was amazing. Wow, amazing. So. I, I think she's one of the true badasses in cinema as of late. And it, it's interesting. Again, you mentioned horror. Yeah. There is a lot of strong women in horror. I don't know where. Why is that? What do you think? Why do you think that that became like the thing? I think it's always been that way. Because <laughs> you yeah. think women are weak and then suddenly they're able to fight back. These Maybe. Because if you look back at pretty much every, you know, all the famous horror movies, it's usually, you know, Texas Chancel Massacre. You have Marilyn Burns li- literally look, jumps through a window mm-hmm. to fight, save herself. Mm-hmm. And that's a fantastic ending, by the way. Yeah. I Another, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know? <laughs> I, I prefer the TV version, but, you know. <laughs> well, the movie started it all, so it's still the same kind of character, but yes. Yeah, yeah. and There's I... so many on TV, forget about it, but... I guess one of my, probably my favorite badass is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Is. Gotta go to Charlize Theron. Yeah, it's Furiosa. <laughs> Furiosa, man. I remember seeing that character, seeing that performance the very first time I saw Mad Max Fury Road, and I was stunned by her. She's always a marvelous actress. Yeah, she is. She's one of the best. And seeing her kind of take that on, and, and even what she did with Atomic Blonde. I'm yeah, a, I was going to say Atomic Blonde. She's awesome. Is, yeah. Because she showed, not only is she you know, able to kick everyone's butt, but she also mm. can get hurt. I think I, I I actually appreciate when, you know, Harrison Ford is the classic example of playing someone who gets hurt. Yeah. And he yeah. shows hurt so well, you know, with the <laughs> hand and the, you know, and the everything. And I thought I, I, I like it when someone is, and, and also Keanu Reeves gets mm, hurt absolutely. in John Wick. You absolutely. Know? I would even Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm surprised that guy's still alive after all those movies. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that some of the stuff that he survives though is like yeah, really. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> but but uh but Charlize in Atomic Blonde, you know, she mm. she gets hurt, but she's also just such a kick ass character in that. So yeah, I mean um then Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games, you know. I mean yeah. that's kind of another, you know, very strong, very that's an, yeah, that's another interesting, and I, it's interesting that in you see in these a lot of these YA Hunger Games mm-hmm. or. Tw- Twilight. Twilight. Well, I, don't know, I wouldn't call that. her a badass. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to count that one. But, uh, you know, Maze Runner has a few very strong yeah. female characters. There's a lot of strong... And I, I think that's probably, you know, obviously you're re- trying to reach out to teen and motivate and go, hey, you can be a kick-ass too. Right. You can be, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games. I, I really enjoyed those movies and yeah. I enjoyed her performance and I... Yeah. Yeah. And one more I'm going to point out. Do it. Um, Julia Roberts and Aaron Brockovich. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Because she, um, you know, she she not only was she uh, strong, but she also played a single mom, you know, and, mm-hmm. and coming together and trying to figure out how she was going to feed her kids. And it's just... Uh, what ends up, what she ends up doing is, I don't know. She, I, that's another one that popped in my head was was Julia Robertson as, as Aaron Brockovich because I think it's just a, you know, one of the first ones where you see like the single mom kind of, you know, 
per, per, prevailing, so so to speak. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think lately, especially, we've seen a lot of really interesting yes. female. Like, I, you know, I've got to shout out to the favorite. I know we're kind of done with the Oscars <laughs> now, but the favorite featured three incredible performances. Olivia Coleman, who actually I was very happy she yeah, won the award. This is such a powerful performance because she's not afraid to be ugly. Mm -hmm. She's not afraid to be just kind of vile yeah. and horrible, but it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, and each of those characters, were, it, it was fascinating to watch, and it made you appreciate it more because these are... They're real people. They, I, I, I felt like these are, yeah, people do this kind of stuff. And it, it was interesting seeing women being able to be tough and being yeah. kind of vicious with no, you know. Yeah. Well, all the all the queens. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> you know, Judy Dench winning the Academy Award for playing 15 minutes of Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Right. You know, another I've got to bring up because I, I it's a movie that I don't think gets enough attention. It's an older movie, but I don't know if you've seen La Femme Nikita. Oh, I thought about that one, too. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which was if you don't but know the movie. It's also, she's also made, though, by the guy. But but, That's but true. who she becomes is definitely, you know, very empowering. Anna Pollard, I think, is was, yes. was just a wonder. And I, I even I even like the point of no return, the Bridget Fonda remake, <laughs> to be honest. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it, I had a good time with it. I didn't see either one of them actually. You, you've never seen La Femme Nikita is one of those movies that. That's the thing. I I always go back to, you know, there's always been great women performances. I you you think back to the fifties. Mm -hmm. That's women were the box office draw back then. You know, you had people like Marilyn Monroe. You had uh, Barbara Stanwyck. You had all these amazing. Betty Davis. Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. It's interesting. I feel like we're kind of coming back to that a little bit. I feel like we're going... Because, you know, for a while there was the action stars or the... We're all men. Yeah. But I, I do feel like we there is a change coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and you know, certainly uh, comedy as well as, you know... For sure. Having, having all the, the female-driven comedies is, is great. And like, what was it, a few weeks ago... There was three movies that were out that all had strong female leads in them. You know, isn't it romantic? Mm -hmm. Which was, you know, Rebel Wilson was actually really good in that. I thought I, she you did know a I nice missed it. I, I love the director though, and we did talk. I did talk about the show. Yeah. I still haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and then of course Alita: Battle Angel, which is, you know, even though she she was CG, um, the the actress Rosa Salazar who played played her motion capture, you yeah. could, you know, was just amazing, marvelous performance. I loved Alita. I I actually I it's. Definitely was one of those movies that yeah. snuck up on me, and I didn't expect to like it. I, I thought I would hate it. I hated the trailer. Hmm. I remember walking in thinking, oh, God, I'm going to... And it blew me away. It blew me away how much I actually cared about right. the character. Right, And that I... I exactly, you do. You yeah. do. You care about her, and she's also just kick-ass. And then Fighting With My Family, which is a smaller movie, but, you know, again, about a, a real-life uh, WWE um, How great was that movie, by the way? Yeah, I mean, it was but three <laughs> movies, three big movies, mm -hmm. all with central female characters in them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and now we have Cat Marvel. So it's like, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's okay. I mean, you know, I'm I'm all for any kind of an action movie or, or you know, male, female or whatever. I'm, and we're getting into the movies this summer with Absolutely. all the great with all the great action movies. But Marvel has done a nice job, I think, with um you know, uh, branching out and showing all the different, you know, the diversity and, and now the female-driven things. And I think um, 
you know, I and and DC too with with Wonder for Woman. Sure. I for mean, sure. again, everyone was just you know over head over heels for the Wonder Woman when it came out. And I yeah, so <laughs> I loved Wonder Woman. I honestly I, that I still feel like that movie held up a little better for me than Captain Marvel. I was see, more... I feel kind of opposite. Okay, okay. I mean, I loved Wonder Woman too. I did. Oh. I because I, I love Gal. I mean, she was just so you know uh, so great in it, and and just how she how she took the character and made it her own and mm-hmm. you know the sort of naivete you know naive, what's the word naivete thank you <laughs> hey my it's computer annoying. went off so it's all good i've only had one <laughs> cup of coffee today we're both very and tired this is this is water um <laughs> but uh yeah so uh, and how she interacts with everyone around her i just thought the action sequences went on way too long really see i i that that scene the, the battle trend the the trench I think I. Oh, that was that great. Was, I'm talking about the I end. Prefer, no, I I preferred that. I actually didn't mind the yeah, ending. I I know a lot of people had issues with it because it kind of went. They were like, oh, "I love the direction go. It's going. I love it. It's different. It's cool." And then it went to the typical, "Yes, uh, you're fighting off the baddie," but for, up until then, I I was so invested in Her, yeah. Diane. Well, when I, she comes into the into the battlefield, yeah. yeah, that was an awesome scene, but. And 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 Captain Marvel actually also sort of suffers a little bit from that as yeah. well because um, and I, think I read it's a this nature from superhero movies yeah. Yeah. and I, I read this and I kind of agree you know there are the, the big action sequences you can't really see her fighting you know it's all up close and it's all CG only, you know <laughs> yeah, there's also just really just one scene where you see her really doing hand to hand combat and yeah. that was with Jude Law's character and. Um, you know, and in Wonder Woman, you don't get a chance to really see it, except for at the beginning, maybe with with all the women, the yeah. Amazonian women fighting, and that was kind of cool. But yeah, I, I, that that's just an issue with these movies. The mm-hmm. action just in I mean, general. And if you're talking about fatigue, maybe that's a little bit of a fatigue for me. You know, is the, is the action sequences they have not taken it above and beyond, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's there's they have to be there, and I understand that, and I'm still I'm still wowed by it, but I'm not like surprised by it. They're not doing anything different. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what the idea that behind this, like Wonder Woman and Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel, sorry, is that you know you I I want to see more of these characters, and yes. I want to see I, I I'm more open to creating these and i love that the one thing i love about captain marvel is i wasn't familiar with the history right you know i knew wonder woman i knew i want you know really know that one oh I, yeah <laughs> it's not a comic book reruns on you know I, I reruns of nickelodeon i think of uh linda carter playing wonder woman <laughs> oh yeah like, oh, that's okay. awesome but yeah i didn't know anything I, th- and that was a problem to be honest for me with the new film is i don't I, yeah, I just didn't feel like I knew enough about her. It just felt a little uh, clunky hmm. and murky as they were ex- explaining who she is. I, I really didn't feel like I knew who she was until the very ending. And I know you were it worked for you. Yeah. But for some reason, it just didn't click for me. Hmm. I knew who Wonder Woman was. I was I was watching this character grow. And I was watching her. I mean, it, it took a more basic approach. Yeah. But I, I like that. And I, I, I mean... I, I really respected the filmmakers for trying to go in a different direction now. And, I, you know, sometimes it's like when a filmmaker tries something completely different, they go crazy and they do something completely original and it doesn't quite work. Right. I kind of respect that a little more than just 
yeah, we're going to tell the story how everyone would tell the story. And I do appreciate that they tried to go a different route with this. And look, origin movies are always tough. Always. There's just always. no you know, way, around, way around it. It's going to either connect or not connect, you know, or it's going to start off too slow or it's going to start. I thought, like, again, I... This did. I agree with you. It was a little muddled at the beginning, mm-hmm. but it does kind of start off with you know with a clear mission, with a clear point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what they what what her character was supposed to be doing. You know, even though it changes. Yeah, you're of course. There's a clear point where she's she's already established at who she is. Um, it's only that we then we get the flashbacks and and find you know find out what she's what her background is. So. So I'm I'm right now I want to talk about something we haven't talked about yet about Captain Marvel. Okay. And I'm trying to find right now the soundtrack because Oh, it's oh the 90s. Oh, my so okay, here's the thing. If you're a child of the 90s, you're pretty aware the blockbusters were around every corner. <laughs> you you know, and they, I love there there's a little I I like that part. Mm-hmm. I like how she goes back in the 90s. And and let's let's look at the soundtrack. Okay, you have uh, Hole. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. I, 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 that's one of my favorite songs by Hole. Yeah. You have uh, I'm trying to look it up here. What you got here? But you have all these great songs from the and all kind of empowerment tunes. Yes. All I'm surprised Pat Benatar wasn't in there. You know, <laughs> she's more eighties. Yeah, she's more eighties. Yeah. So, but she hey, she was around in the nineties. Yeah, Come was. on, Pat Benatar. <laughs> she's in Deadpool too. Come on. <laughs> But yeah, I love the, I love the soundtrack, and I love that they, I love that they embrace the 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 nineties yeah. that the true life true lies poster that they. You <laughs> yeah. know. Speak, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, exactly, exactly. We need more Jamie Lee Curtis. I think in general, I think it's just the that one that movie I don't love so much though. That really? that does come off as misogynistic to me, but that's just. That's just me. Anyway, I know a lot of people love that movie, but yeah, no, I can see that. It's it's a, that's one of those movies. That, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't consider her a strong yeah character. <laughs> you, and and then you know if we want to talk about um, uh, filmmakers that write really well for women, you know, Cameron has done a good job. James Cameron has done a good job, mm-hmm. you know, creating these very you know strong women. Um, Not the best at dialogue. Sometimes <laughs> it's like you're just like. Come on, but yes, no. He's look. He 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 turned Ripley into Ripley. Yeah, I mean, I, I look. Yes. Ridley Scott made Ripley an amazing. She was character. pretty amazing then too. But, She's amazing, but yeah. But he turned her into something else, and Linda yeah. Hamilton. I mean, it's yeah. and and now we can. I, I I think we can safely put a lead into that. Yes, you know, and Rosa Salazar, who I really liked her in the Maze Runner movies. Yeah, I always was thought she was good. She added the level yes. of ump to it and a little power she's so good in alita yeah. she's so good in this movie and you know and 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 you know because she is covered in the in the cg part of it you can still just see her see her face and see the reactions and i think that's what really speaks to everybody yeah. it was how she did that and back to cap you know ben mendelson he's in full makeup he's in full scroll makeup but that's this the it's those little mannerisms and all of his little things that he brings to the to the to the character that really makes it human you know it makes it you connect to it rather than just a cg completely cg person you know mm-hmm. that that because age of ultron probably was was it age of ultron or um what was oh no i'm talking about uh justice is it justice league justice league the Pro- head, 
had that horrible villain. Who oh, was just the worst yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the villain wasn't made no. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, terrible, 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 terrible. Horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, your movie's got to have good villains, buddy. Well, yeah. the problem is a lot of times Marvel's villains aren't that good. Sometimes you know, they haven't. A been. lot of times they are. I mean, I, I my favorite villain still. Who's your favorite? Okay, who's your favorite villain? Well, Thanos. Mine's Loki. Oh, yeah. I love Loki. I, because I love the fact that he kind of. You never know where he's going to be. No. I love that character. And I, I, oh, I just I think Tom too. Hiddleston does so good. Oh my god, I love Loki. No, one hundred percent Loki. But he's gone back and forth, you know, being good and bad. So, um, but as far as like you know, a major force to be dealt with in Marvel, it's got to be Thanos for me. Thanos, yeah. I think he's Thanos. going to be. I think that that. Per- I, I'm almost surprised he didn't get kind of talk about Oscar nomination. Oh, I know. Well, a lot of people we we talked about. We did it. too. Our, yeah, our organization. Uh, I think nominated him. Didn't he? I think he won. <laughs> or uh, wait, no, was it someone else? The motion capture thing. Yeah. Oh no, he may have won for that. I think he did. Oh yeah. <laughs> we voted wow. for him. So <laughs> that was like 400 years ago in my head. It's like I've already <laughs> forgotten who won the Oscars. No, I haven't. Not quite. Not quite. Not Give quite. me another no. month. No, 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 no. I haven't. <laughs> Give me another month. I could always go like for. I could go for four of six. I go. Okay, it's this and that and that and then, oh, what was that one? And, yeah, I always forget. Well, I think the Oscars are an interesting thing. I mean, going a little off topic, it's like you <laughs> you have that that movie, and it, it really doesn't change the movie you loved. I mean, the movie I a lot of the, most of the time, the movies I love don't win right, Best Picture. Obviously, of course. of course. I'll half the time I forget about the movies that win the Oscar, and I just don't care. Right. So I, I don't know if I you know I, I always look at the English Patient, which I remember seeing that and just being the most. <sighs> torturous experience. Well, aside from Juliette Binoche, who won uh, Best uh, Supporting Actress mm-hmm. that year, I was bored to death. I've I seen I was not. I was wow, swept. really? I was swept. Really? Oh, I just thought, I thought Kristen, Tots, Kristen Scott Thomas and um, Ray Fiennes were just hot together. So. Mm, there Sorry. you go. There you go. Well, we've got a few more minutes. We have five I, minutes. Yeah, we have five more minutes. So is there anything, you know, we didn't really talk about this beforehand, but, you know, I would love to recommend maybe a movie that our audiences may have not seen. I mean, you kind of did it with yeah, your you're next. next. But is there anything that <laughs> sticks out for you with strong characters? Oh, strong female characters. Strong female characters, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I said your next is, yeah. is something that really struck me uh, for whatever reason. I just I felt that that was such a interesting take mm-hmm. on the you know home invasion uh, story. Um, and look, there's been a lot of those now. I mean, I just yeah. actually finally caught it wasn't that great, but I finally caught uh, the one that starred um, oh my gosh, uh, Gabrielle Union. Oh yeah, Breaking In. Breaking In. <laughs> Kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> she plays, but it's you know it's 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 the mother you know who's who's whose kids are in this house yeah. that are being taken over by these you know burglars or these bad guys, and she's on the outside trying to save them, but doing all of the. And there's this just I just you know I watched it kind of I had it on the background kind of thing, mm-hmm. but there's a moment where you know uh, she faces off with the main bad guy Billy Burke I think is the who plays the bad guy yeah and um. Yeah, he was good enough. And she just, she's like, you know, you see her face going like, she's, she's, you know, scared and she's, she's out of breath and she looks and all of a sudden she just gets this steely look on her face like, all right, that's it. You're done. (laughs) I like that. 
kind of stuff. I, I do. do and mothers, you know, fighting for their kids. That's just and then and then let's just talk real quickly about this movie coming up, Jordan Peele's movie, Us. Oh my gosh, right? Lupita Nyong'o looks like she's gonna maybe kick a little bit of ass in that. I know. We'll see. I love like, the way they market the his movies. I, I loved what they did with Get Out. Now I'm like really, I'm I'm like I don't, I have to be honest. I, I'm trying to avoid the trailer because I want to go in. You as, haven't seen any of the trailers. I don't want to watch it because I want to see the movie. You out, man. I know that I want to go in completely fresh with this movie because I after I saw Get out I, I you know i'd watched the trailer a couple times i was like i i kind of wished i hadn't so i'm trying it's an experiment i'm doing not watching this trailer unless i absolutely have to next time i go see a movie i'll probably play i can't handle i can't st- i can't stand i have to see the trailer right away i just that's just who i am so what about you what's a movie that you would you recommend know, it's weird i because it's not necessarily the nicest character but there's there's a film called it's uh the last seduction from Ooh. 1994 linda fiorentino oh my gosh yeah yes my, my god this this is one of the best i, I i'm a i'm a huge like i love kind of film noir i love femme fatales and she was one of the best oh my god she was awful in that oh That's my so god so, and you but here's the thing in those movies the men are just so bad you're like yeah yeah <laughs> go go and it was uh i i believe the uh the uh john Dahl directed it uh i'm trying to remember his name uh bill pullman's in this movie and he's great in it i think peter, peter berg, berg yeah. yeah peter berg is before he became mr director yep I, I, but her performance in that movie, yeah, I, I've what never happened to her. She like went off the deep end. Let's, you know, where I, it, she's one of the, she, yes, I loved I her in everything. Everything she was in, she was tough as nails. Men in but black. She was in Men in Black. And... Vision Quest, man. Of course. Vision Quest. Do you remember Vision Quest? Of course Quest? I do. Weirdly, I think I just remember it because Madonna, Madonna did a couple songs. songs. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know why I just bringing that one up, but another one that I love is Fargo. Mm-hmm. You know, Frances McDormand's character in Fargo is just, you know, uh, goes beyond anything that you would imagine, in, you know, For in sure. a character. She just, that is su- such a unique character. Oh, my gosh. That there's no way that anybody could ever re- redo that because she just, <laughs> Marge is just, is just uh, you know, being pregnant. And, I mean, the whole thing from start to finish, you know, and she's driving and she goes, it's such a nice day, she says, and you're sitting there with your... Your, that must have been your accomplice in the wood chipper, you know. And it's, it's just her like moral standings and her and her. Uh, just that character is one of the most unique female characters I think ever yeah, in cinema. Yeah, I, I believe today isn't today International Women's Day. It is. So I mean, hey, this is our International Women's Day show. I mean, we're talking about some of the <laughs> cool. Uh, let, oh, I want to and quick, let us know in the comments yeah, what some of your favorite female empowered movies are too. I'd like yeah. to hear from you as We'd well. We'd love so. to hear who. Who rocked your world, man? Who kicked <laughs> ass for you in cinema for women? Yeah. A lot of good movies. Remembers? Yeah, yeah, a lot of good movies. A lot of good movies. Well, that's fun, Jimmy. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, hey, if I'm going to do the show, I want to do it with you. <laughs> We've done a couple now. I know. It's We're just missing fun. Nestor, who's usually with us. The second handsomest man in the room is, you know, it's got oh, me. Oh, like, yeah, no. of course. Of course. <laughs> Nestor's awesome. Nestor's awesome. Well, <laughs> You know, thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm, Scott will be back yeah, next Scott week. Scott will be back next week filling in, uh, taking over. I, I'm. Thank you for having me in. Uh, 
Jimmy O. You can find me at JoeBlow.com, ArrowInTheHead.com, and all those places. But at the Movie Kit on Twitter, so follow me. Follow you. I'm following you. If you don't follow her, you're crazy. She's amazing. (laughs) Please follow her. Uh, Thanks again, uh, Captain Marvel. Judge for yourself. Let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts on the movie and uh, if if, uh, Brie Larson killed it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.